Welcome to the Global Premier Football Show. This is Coach Chidi, and uh, joined with me is my brother from another mother, Victor Cole, all the way from Guadalajara, Mexico. And uh, it's been a fantastic week, weekend of football, actually, and uh, it's looking to be another exciting midweek of football, especially with the English Premier League. So in this episode, we're going to be reviewing the, the games that happened uh, this past weekend. And then we'll look a little bit of uh, Chelsea's performance. Uh, you know, so when you look at this, it tells you where we're coming from, all the way from the bridge, right? So, and then uh, we'll look at transfers, what's going on in the transfer market. There's a lot of movement going on. And I think I heard that this is one of the most a uh, highly spending transfer windows. A lot is going on. <laughs> anyway, we're going to dive into that and uh, hope you guys uh, stay with us throughout the course of this very episode and uh, let's enjoy it. So let's crack into it, Victor. Um, there were 10 games all through the weekend, starting with Manchester United playing the first game of the weekend. And uh, coming out from a 2-1 victory against Liverpool. That was a surprise score for everyone in world football after what Man United did against Brentford. But they did come back, win against uh, Liverpool, and back-to-back -back win for the first time since February this year. They won again against Southampton. What do you make of Man United's performance? What do you think? And where do you think they'll be going to with this performance now? Well, I, I think got away with one. I think um, Southampton should, should have probably secured a draw. Um, they, they, they were just very poor at, at finishing. They were. But um, Manchester United seems to be maybe finding their, their courage. Let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. Find their courage to to grind out results. Yeah, and I think in the pep, in, in the Premier League that's very important. I mean, you you, you cannot be on the front foot all the time. You yeah. need and out to secure what you what you already have in the bag. So I mean, from from minute fifty five, I think they, they were probably under more pressure by Southampton, but at the end they they secured the point, which I think I mean they they go for me. That is uh, that is how to take, take a chance, you know. Oh my goodness, that was a beautiful yeah. goal. It was it was carved out properly. Perfectly, yeah. Good goal, good goal. To be honest, good goal. <laughs> well, I'm sure United fans are happy and uh, looking forward to their next game. You know this uh, this week as well. I think they are playing uh, Leicester again. I can't remember, uh, but we we'll look at the fixtures for the for the coming uh, midweek games. And then we had Man City against Palace. What do you think? I mean, my you mind. Some think Haaland has not arrived yet. I think the boy has arrived. I think he will be the top scorer this season in the Premier League. That's what I think. I was skeptical about him at first. You know, I, I told you about, we'll talk about it a few times, right? I was... Um... I was wondering how I was going to play through the media because he's, he's a kind of player that loved the ball through the media. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that final goal, 
uh, that Passam Goodwin, that, that's the perfect definition of what Alan loves to do, right? That ball came to the middle, two players by his side, he lean on one, make sure he shield the ball, and he make sure that the guy doesn't get to him. Perfect finish, Atrick. It was a, it was a beautiful goal, be- beautiful game. And the first goal, I love the fact that he positioned himself waiting for, for the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Because maybe you won't think it. If you're not a striker, maybe you're not thinking that ball could just arrive in the box, right? But perfect delivery, and it was right there. I just don't know how long Man City wants to continue to back to back from behind. It's getting worried now, right? It's, it's I mean, I mean, you if you if you're pep right now, you probably telling them, I don't want to fall behind. I know you can do it. I know you can score goals, but I don't want to go behind. But trust me, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's fair to say that, but of course they're playing against other teams too that are that are doing business in the transfer market and trying to stay strong in the, in the market. So every day, the Premier League, the Premier League teams are getting stronger and stronger. You know, yeah. they get a lot of players. You see the number of transfers coming in this season. I have never seen that before. Uh, a club like Nottingham Forest almost getting 15 players in. You know? I can't. Oh, they're just 17 like now. 17 now of 24 and they're not 25. Done. Yeah. So, oh my, I really pity all the boys that played last season for them and, you know, that one promotion for them. But anyway, as you mentioned, you know, Man City knew that they were lacking something, and that is a point man after Sergio Aguero. And they have done good business in bringing this guy in for just a mega, mega amount of 50 million, I think so. That was his buyout clause. It's not even up to 60 million, right? Yeah. So that's a good bargain for them. And, um, well, I, I think Palace would have been thinking they had it, but when you play Man City, you can go to sleep. Must be on your right. game throughout 90 minutes, 92, 93 injury time. So, and then comes, uh, I'll look at, let's look at Liverpool. Liverpool made a mess of Bournemouth. I pity Bournemouth, I pity Scott Parker. Uh, it's they have three points, but they already have minus 14 goal difference. That is a concern. Yeah, and remember when we did a season um, preview, we, we had mentioned that they probably one of the themes that will go down, right? It's um, Premier League is a different ball game, right? I, I know it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not easy for a newly promoted team. And we understand why Northampton Forest are trying to do whatever they're doing right now. Yeah. You have to make sure you secure your stay, which might be very challenging, right? Um, mm-hmm. But 9-0, it's a lot. It's a lot of goals to concede. They simply, they simply, they, they were flattered. I mean, the, I, I don't think the the heads of the players were in the game after after five zero. I mean, it's difficult to pick yourself up and try to get a goal back. It's it's tough. I hope they're able to bounce back from this uh, because it's it's a huge heavy 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 defeat. But maybe they will they'll try to put their heads together. You know, when I look at Bournemouth, I, I always look at the lineup. There's not, there's, I don't see any recognizable name in, in Bournemouth's lineup. I think they've been faithful to the players that 
want promotion for them, unlike Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest is like, no, we are here and we're going to stay here. And they have been back and forth, buying, buying, and buying, and buying. The, on, the other problem that that could form for Nottingham Forest is if the, if the team, you know, does not gel together or there's no chemistry, that could be the problem. That's and maybe that is maybe why Bournemouth has not, you know, they have not made this huge change, you know, in, in their playing staff. So, but yet still, 9-0 against Liverpool, it's a lot. But for me, the surprise of this game is that Mo Salah did not get one that's goal. That's going to go, yeah. Not, not one assist. goal. Not even an assist. That is disturbing. And for me, I think Mane is gone. Mane was the hard worker, without doubt. For my, from, That's my opinion, though. Although Salah works hard, but I think there was a bond it might not be a, a you know this romantic friendship between them, but I think there was a football bond between them on the pitch. With so it could be Jota, it could be Firmino, or it could be whosoever. But I think two of them had something going on on the pitch, and that has been taken away. I don't know where Salah will be ending up this season. I don't know, but him not scoring in nine zero for me it's concerning. What do you think? Yeah, actually, I didn't see the game. So after I watched the highlights, I I mean, I, I found a strain that is called nine goals. I look at the name of the goal scorers before I saw the replay. And what happened? And I look at the assist. What's it doing in the game? But again, um, it's still, it's still hairy. Uh, to be honest, I took him out of my fantasy league. Um, I mean, for some, for some weird reason, I wanted to use Ireland. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, hopefully he, he catches up, but I, I think the team can rely on him. He, he will always come good for them. He's a big player, you know, any, any day, any time, maybe he's just, uh, struggling right now. I mean, we've, we've seen Hurricane in this position before in August, yeah. was blank. except the Hurricane now, this season is different. So hopefully Salah pick up the goals, uh, maybe within the next few, few match games. Yeah. Anyway, Brentford and Everton. Lampard. No win yet. No win. Tough one. I, I think what they're lacking is probably um, maybe Defender just forward. one, maybe one step forward, right? Just, just one more push. I think that's what the team needs. Now the attacking lineup is not bad. Because he already signed this guy, Mope, from Brighton. And Mope yes. is a, a kind of energy they need at the top, right? It's not the most prolific, but it's mm-hmm. going to get you goals. And he can control the team to play, you know, in his, in, in his uh, pace. So maybe this is the chain they need. I hope they get to keep their, their top talent, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if they get to keep him, Cavalloon maybe is going to recover soon. They are still going to move in the market. I understand they still want to sign Guy. It is a guy from Paris Saint-Germain. Because they yeah. need that, that bit of experience to have to what they have. And they already yes. let the, um, I think they are left alone to their sister. So hopefully they will find the right balance. I have 
I have my doubts about them staying up, to be honest. I think I have them on my list as one of th that team that I, I cannot make up my mind if they will finish 17, you know, or 16. Wow. We'll see. Wow. That's a big statement. Lampard would be fired before that. Well, they put themselves in this position. They, they, they were wasteful spenders, right? I mean, when, when Rafa Benitez came in and realized the, the coffers of the club has no funds, it, it's difficult, right, uh, for, for a manager to move. So you have to, you have to sell, you know, this, uh, so Richarlison try to manage that fund, you know, and other teams will always come for your player. Other teams will always turn their head. It, it's not mm -hmm. easy for a manager in that position. Well... It's a tough one for, for Lampard. I, I pity him and Everton, but well, let's move on to Brighton, Leeds, and then Arsenal, Fulham. Arsenal, uh, Brighton is having a good beginning of the season, a good start to the season, and same as Arsenal. So I don't know where they will end up, but they're looking good at the moment. Brighton, they're playing good football. That's one thing I like about them. They play really good football and they have a manager that knows what he's doing. Yes, they do. They, they, they have a manager that understand the game. And I think it's, um, it's, it's an advantage for them, right? Yeah. It is when you, know a manager, uh, when you have a manager that knows exactly what he's doing. And I think um, respect to the players for, for playing according to instructions. One of the challenges the manager faces, in my opinion, is sometimes players, especially the big names, they try to, you know, play whatever, you know, do whatever they feel. And the manager will start mm -hmm. screaming, no, 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 do this, do that. So I think uh, he, he's got a group of players that believe in him and they play according to the game plan. Do not deviate, right? This is how we want to play. This is what we want to do. And let's go ahead and do it. And mm -hmm. I love Way he handles, you know, his mama even skill. If a player is not happy, it doesn't force them. It doesn't force them to stay. You know, it doesn't try to, you know, use his, his power. I'm the manager. No. Maybe we have to have a conversation. In the meantime, you can remain on the sideline, right? Yeah. So if the player shows any sign of wanting to leave the club, let them go. I'm glad Leeds United, uh, Leeds United uh, lost the game <laughs> because of what it did to us. And I, <laughs> I have something against Jesse match. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not his fan. I don't know. Do you I'm think he's, do you think he's arrogant or what? No, I think he's got his ego of a, of a special one kind of, except he hasn't won nothing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you know that American thing, don't you, don't you, don't you understand that? We're the yeah. champions of the world. We, I mean, I, I go, I mean, no offense to the Americans, but I think I have this in general against them in terms of the ego that they bring to sports, right? You spend uh, time that, with them, so you understand. Yeah. Just, just to divert a little bit, when they win the Super Bowl, you know, a game that is only played in the United States, they say they are world champions. It's like, which country did you compete against to make you world champions? You know? They play the, 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 the baseball World Series, which they call World Series, and, you know, and they win, and they, they say they are world champions. Like, which country did you play against? To be a world champion, you must have played against other countries. That's what makes you a world champion. But it's the American thing, and, um, you know... Uh, they are world on their own. 
Yeah, exactly. They, they are, they are, the world, you know, whatever there, man. Anyway, uh, let's focus on those who, the football people, not the soccer people. <laughs> you remember I said this is probably one of the toughest challenge for them. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was saying if they get you. Oh, man, what's going on with you, Victor? Can you, can you hear me? Oh, we're having some technical issues here with, with Victor. Victor, can you hear me? Oh, no. Um, guys, uh, sorry, I apologize for, for, for this technical difficulty, but I think maybe, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, Fulham, uh, you know, I think Fulham gave Arsenal something to think about. And um, they were, they were thorough. Hey, can you hear me now? I can hear you. I think I lost you for a moment. Oh yeah, I don't know what happened. I think uh, your your connection or something. But I think I can hear you now. Yeah. All right. So Arsenal Fulham. I think Fulham gave Arsenal something to think about. Did Mitrovic and his company. Uh, and um, Arsenal came good. They were lucky. Because I think, I think Leno was bent on getting a point at least, you know, from the Emirates, and and it did well. There. But I'll of course, <laughs> that's the first goal changed the momentum of the game, and for Gabriel to score the equalizer after letting himself so he down. He scored the winner. He scored yeah. the winner. All the guys scored the equalizer. The equalizer, yeah. After after letting himself down for that goal by by Firm, I mean, he, he, it was emotional for him too. So I think uh, they, they they probably got got a you know good um, squad of players willing to you know again we talk about the way you play according to instruction as the manager. If you watch the All or Nothing series, you can see Ateta might be a, might be the youngest manager, but he's a is a loud voice in his dressing room. He's a he's a big man and he screams at them all the time. He calls them names, you know. Do whatever you have to do. To, after the game, he hugs them, but during the match, he's not their friend. Yeah. Even if they, he's not their friend. Exactly. That's the way it should be. He's a he's a teacher. He's the boss. I mean, uh, I I'll do the same. I'm not your I'm not your friend during the match. Just do what I say you should do. You know, that's sometimes yeah, it, it creates friction with people who are not willing to listen. But I think any team, any player that wants to play for a club and wants to play for the manager will listen. I don't think there's too much that the managers ask when they tell players what to do because they are the ones who see the game before it is played. They are the ones who plan the game. They are the ones who, you know, you come to training, you don't just go to training and you're running around and you're doing whatever you want. It's the manager that sits down and plan with his staff what he wants the team to do and how he wants the team to play. So if you come to the games and you start doing your own thing, then, then that's when the manager's like, this is not what we planned and you must have to play according to what we planned. So anyway, congratulations to Arsenal, uh, four in four, the only team doing that at the moment. Uh, let's see, it might be some 
pressure on them. Chelsea will never say that. <laughs> Villa West Ham. Villa West Ham. Steven Gerrard again with uh, Frankie. I read something that this would be a, a, the acid test for them. This season would be a real, real test for Steven Gerrard and, and Frank Lampard. And West Ham got their first uh, point on the, you know, their first win, you know, playing against Villa. So I don't know for I don't know for Villa. Um I'm I'm worried for Stephen G. You know, we spoke about the injury they had uh, with uh, Diego Carlos, and yeah. um, you know, oftentimes he's always changing the attacking player. Um, Coutinho is not is not what he was towards the end of last season. Why and why why is that? I don't know. It's 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 difficult to 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 pinpoint exactly what the problem is because again. They almost kept the same the same players, right? They mm -hmm. they only had a one or two addition. Their goalkeeper last season was awesome. This season, it's, it's just kind of maybe they're just trying to find the rhythm, bad balance in the squad. Uh, but I actually I'm I'm beginning to get worried for him now, and because one or two bad results and a power more pressure. So I mean, if you win two and you lose one, and then you win two, you lose one, you draw one, it's fine, right? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Why did he strip means of the captain of the captaincy? I think maybe it has to do with uh, the way he interact with, with the players. You know, sometimes manager wants you to be a captain. You know, just be, just be the captain, just be but, the leader. But, but the personalities are different from I know CBG was a captain. Maybe he's looking for a captain that is similar to him or his own personality. You know? I mean and when you have a captain like Mings, I mean we we we, we spoke about it. He's he's uh, he's always making mistakes. I mean, I know that the Yeah, he, he does. But you can put him in the same basket as Maguire. Do you want them to continue to be the captain? I think it's an easy choice if if the captain is not playing well, it's easier to drop him. But the 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 difference is. I'm gonna fix this microphone here. I'm listening to you now. Manchester United did not strip Maguire of his captaincy. Yeah. At some that they, I, I again I I don't know the full context, but the manager must have saw something that he wasn't happy with. I mean, he played at the highest level, so if if he doesn't think something is right, then it's not right. Wow. Yeah. Don't you think that affects the dynamism of the team? I mean, I mean, when I when you strip someone of the captaincy, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I yeah, I have played and I, I have, I'm I'm still coaching, right? I mean, not at the level of Steven Gerrard, you know, as a player, but I think there's a psychological aspect of just stripping a player of the captaincy and the player is still in the club. You know, it's, it's not it's it's not like Obama Young that left Arsenal. I mean, that's, that's different. And, and maybe, and I think also it also goes down to the personality. You remember Shaka? Shaka was a captain before Obama Young, right? Yeah, he was. So, he, and then he said at some point he didn't want to ever be in the club anymore. But I think it all goes down to personalities again. Anyway. Uh, that's that's uh, I, I don't know, man. But anyway, let's move on. Wolves and Newcastle. 
the, the, the big boys, the big money spenders, they just signed a striker, uh, Isaac, from uh, Real Sociedad. And, yeah, uh, the, the most expensive for Real Sociedad, actually, and the most expensive in Newcastle's history. I mean, he's a Swedish in, in, international. We, we know how he plays. He's, um, he's a descend um, striker. I think it's it's probably about a level they need, you know, so you don't you don't do too much and put too much expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if he manages to reach double digits, twelve goals, fifteen goals, will be a fantastic season for him. Yeah. Anyway, let let let's wrap it up here because we we still have more stuff to talk about and this. Oh, uh, maximum you know, maximum goal. Oh, that was that was the goal of the weekend. Beauty. That was the goal of the weekend. Beauty precision. Oh my word! I love that player. I love him. Just without injuries, he he's he's top top. Sports doing their sports stuff, winning again, keeping the momentum, keeping in touch with top four. You know, I know it's too early to judge, but I think sports have a coach that can be able to keep them in that level. They will crack. That's where I'm hoping because I don't want sports to be successful. So every time they win, you get pissed off. Yeah, but you know, you see, when you play, it depends on the opposition you play in as well. I don't expect Nottingham Forest to get anything. Nottingham Forest have almost uh, changed their whole team. I got a chance to see the game. They weren't bad. They, they were, were not. not bad. I know. They're they not a energy. bad team. Full of energy. And even, even, their co- even their goalkeeper, he has made two penalty saves this season. Henderson. As a and, uh, but, again, they played, they played sports. So, I was not They'll expecting... Survive. Uh, yeah, I think they will. I think they will survive. They, they've spent. Uh, their owner is the Olympiacos owner, right? Uh, so a lot of money. My, I think they, they, are the, money. they are the second highest spender after Chelsea. That's a lot. Of money. Yeah. money laundering. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm no offense. <laughs> anyway, oh my goodness. I hope I don't get myself in trouble. Um, yeah, so Chelsea Leicester. What a beautiful game. Beautiful game. The first time, I can't remember the last time we won a game with 10 men and we played and we dogged out and we we, we scored after we had gone down. I'm going to say something weird. Do you observe that we had better movement after Mount was substituted? Yes. Even though we were playing with a man down. Now, remember, I think it was a second episode. We spoke about the need to drop one of those two players. We have Mount to. Or Harvard. They have right? to fight for that position. That's yes. the thing. It should be one position for the two of them. So the moment there is no more missing Mount dropping in between the lines to collect the ball, you know, I, I understand Mount is the kind of player that, 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 that um, I mean, he, he has tried to adapt himself to playing on the flanks. I, I get it. But... The connection between the wingbacks and Sterling become become more fluid without mm-hmm. yeah play through Mount. Um, I know the the players got a um, you know airful at halftime. I know that for sure, and they probably came out wanting to do whatever they can to win the game. But I think the manager need to need to consider dropping one of those two guys for Brocher in the next game. They have to. I, I. He has to. He has to. I don't see any. I don't see anything two of them bring, whenever they are on the pitch at the same time. 
They should be competing against each other. That's what the game is. When you are in when you when you when you're in the training set in the in the training sessions, you fight hard to get your sport into the starting eleven, and you're fighting against another player who is playing your position. That is what I think should be happening to those two because I think they have been privileged to play consistently and constantly, you know, back to back game. But we're not getting results. I mean, this is the first time one of our forward players has scored this season. Yeah, and it was a beauty. First too. time after four games. No, after four games, most of the other teams, their top, their forward players start firing right from the word go because they are hungry to get goals. They are hungry to to be on the score sheet. They are hungry to see themselves in the score in the top scorers list. You know, when they talk of how many goals players have scored, they want to see themselves there. Not, 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 not for Chelsea. We don't have the players anymore that have that desire. That have, for me, that you know, that wants to be on that scorer's shade. You know, when you know as the season progresses, I, I don't know. So one of those players must have to be on the bench, and when the other comes in, he has to do more to get to the next starting lineup or get into the next starting eleven. I mean, I, I wouldn't question the manager because we've we've talked about it too. There's need to to create more fluidity within the within the team, and I, I think it's necessary to drop one of them. Well, let's see. We play Southampton tomorrow, and uh, on Tuesday, uh, wherever you may be right now, it's, we play on Tuesday. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Uh, Roger should be getting game time. Uh, honestly speaking. Uh, we are lacking a proper number nine movement on the field, on all flanks, no matter how good Kai Havertz is trying, you know, and um, and uh, Mount, uh, anyway. Another thing I, I, I figured out is you saw the goals that, you know, when Sterling scored, he took less touches to shoot. I mean, he's it, it, done that a few times, right? He's done that, you know, multi, I mean, multiple times, right? He's... Um... Is a dynamic player. I, I think there, there's need to create more, more supply to someone that can actually finish. I mean, from outside of the box, it was a lovely goal. But it's not the first time Salen has done that, right? He's done that multiple mm -hmm. times. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he got the ball from Kukureya and boom, before you know it. Yeah, I mean, that, but the thing is, what, what I'm saying is that he took less touches before he took the shot. They are the other ones that he would take a touch and he would take another touch and he would take another touch and then the final touch he would blow it over the bar. Because he loves to dribble, he loves to make uh, the vendor slide across. He oh, man. Watching them. I mean, he's not at City. Sometimes people will be screaming, Stalin, come. I mean, most of the time it's cold. Sometimes he doesn't, but he does that, making them crawl all the time. He loves it. What's the point? We need the goals, man. We, we need the goals. I was watching I Ronaldo today. He was he was desperate to get one in in that game. It was. I, I was watching Ronaldo today on on Sky Sports, uh, uh, Premier League icons. Ronaldo was only he's he takes like only two three touches max max of three touches and he's shooting. And because he's got the shot, he's got he's got the power. He just shoots. He would just shoot. That's why he got the goal he got. He, yeah, we know him as a, you know, when he started playing for United early stages, he was flamboyant. He wanted to step over us and make players look stupid.
but also he was hungry for gold. Now, I'm not questioning Selin's desire for gold because his numbers are not lying, right? Yeah. But I, I, he, we want him, because we don't have like a proper number nine to be able to, you know, you know that we would say we have that desire to like shoot and shoot and shoot all the time. But what could Sterling do for us? I mean, he's better than Mount and Ty Harvard for the first four games. He's more dynamic. He he has offered what what they cannot do, what they have not been able to do for us. So, and I hope we don't put the pressure on him to be the source of our goals throughout the season. You know, because that would be also another thing. We have to we have to get a bum in within the next forty eight hours. Yeah. Well, seven two two hours before the window closes. Yeah, we need to wrap up that deal in time. Anyway, talking about transfers. What cooking? Oh my goodness. This... It's been it's been a, it's been a, I mean there's breaking news from the Braca leaving Newcastle, Newcastle to Manchester United. Alone and option yeah. to buy. Option to buy. And then from Pakata leaving Leon to join West Ham. To, to West Ham. That's wow. You see the the way I see this thing, when you have Obuna in, in a team, of course, is a Nigerian Italian, and you were able to secure Skamaka, in my mind, I feel like clubs sometimes try to ensure that their players said well, right? Because there, there are several laid back options for West Ham. Emerson mm-hmm. wouldn't be number one on their list. That's just my opinion. But then you want to ensure Skamaka settled down in London easily, right? So, yeah. If you get a guy who already knows about the league, you know, and then, though, I mean, he's a Brazilian, he's an Italian Brazilian, yeah. And I think it's easier to attract because he played with Pacata and Leon last season alone. Oh, it's- yeah. <laughs> so I think the clubs they are very smart the way they connect the dots, That's right? Smart. So I, I want to make sure I get this guy in, but I also want to make sure he sets into the quick uh, into the team very quickly. And I think for Paqueta, he's already got Gimaraj playing at Newcastle. They'll mm-hmm. tell him life is good in the Premier League. The money it's is money. Good. It's money. I, I was listening to this That's guy on, on ESPN. I mean, uh, it's like everyone is coming to the Premier League. If Casemiro can make them move from mighty Real Madrid to Manchester United that are, I mean, struggling right now, I mean, what will stop Paqueta from living beyond for West Ham? The money is good. Money. There's good life. Let's go. Wow. Easy. This is going to be a very difficult season, though. Yeah, I think for, for, for everything... Uh, again, that's a beauty of Premier League because every team has the cash. I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was saying the TV right money for Ayers is about 10 million euros a season. That's how much they made from TV in their league. Mm-hmm. So for them to have cash in 55 million for, for Martinez and yeah. 100 million for Anthony, it's Itself, it's it is insane that they turned down 80 million bid, 90 million bid as of Sunday. They turned down they turned down 90 million bid from Manchester United for a player that is worth about maybe 40 million. It's what are you thinking? So 
I, I was asking myself, what's more ridiculous, United paying a hundred, uh, paying paying ninety million, or highest rejecting ninety million? Doesn't make sense. But now I think they say they wrap up the deal close to a hundred million. Is gonna do. I think it's already done his medical. Yeah. On Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, now look at Renan Lodi going to uh, Nottingham Forest on loan. I mean that that's that's uh that's massive. That is massive. The what what surprises me was when Manchester City lost out with I mean when they, they didn't lose out when they pulled out of, of the Kukurea deal, yeah. They said they inquired about Lodi and Atletico Madrid told them no, it's untouchable. <laughs> but how is he going to Nottingham Forest on loan? I, I think as the player pressure, I want to be at the World Cup. I want to ensure I'm consistent. I need to play football. So when when that happens, the club don't have a choice because his mind is no longer with the team. So mm-hmm. I think they, they, they will get Regulian from, from Spurs to probably yeah. on loan as well. And that's it. Done deal. Oh, Regulian is going to, to Atletico? Yes. Oh, I see. Now, what's up with Ross Barkley after the whole hype, you know, I, when he joined? For me, I don't know why Chelsea signed him in the first place, but uh, <laughs> he, he spent four years at Chelsea and now he's gone on free. I uh, ended, uh, you know, by mutual consent, he left, yes. you know, a free agent. Where do you think uh, he could be heading to? It's sad. You, you know, we had a summer of, I think it was the same transfer window for back, Bakayoko as well, right? No, mm-hmm. it was in January. Bakayoko yes. was in the summer, right? He, he came injured. Yes. And then in the January window, we sealed a deal for Drinkwater and Ross Backley. And those two have been, uh, I, I don't know which one is more disaster between Drinkwater and Gila Boji. Remember Papi Gilabog? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's been a it's been a mess. Backley was um was an amazing talent. We, we, we know how he played at Everton and it was uh it was a disemployer. But I think that, that there were report about the way he lived his life off the field is is now a very serious, very serious individual. But I think it's it's the best decision. I mean, because those guys are on ridiculous wages. Barbara Ramon is still within Chelsea. Their wages are way too much that a smaller team cannot afford them. So mm-hmm. I think the best thing for the club to do was, okay, let's pay maybe 50% of your, your wages this year. You know, you cash out, you can join, join a smaller team at the same wage. Adios. So, so let's see. What's the, what's, let's just wrap up this episode. What do teams need for... You know, the transfer window ends in 72 hours. You know, what do teams need? Chelsea, let's start with Chelsea. You and I, we have talked offline a lot about about this Chelsea thing. But what do you think Chelsea needs right now? Uh, It's it's tough because the ones the you know, the transfer window is about to slam shut. Even if you try to get a deal and you have to always consider it the team, the players coming from, they will need a replacement, right? Mm-hmm. And even if you're offering serious money, if they cannot secure a replacement, it's difficult for them to sanction a deal. Yeah. So if you're, if you're looking at, you know, I mean, the kind of players that you want Chelsea to attract, we're talking about the young, and um, 
that deal may never happen because he probably want to stay. But the funny thing this morning was, I think it was in London. He took a flight with his wife to London and there, you know, there was breaking news. The young is heading to London. Except they said he was attending a party because uh, their manager gave them two days off. So, but it's, it's strange. We've got a few more days and then because later on, they said it wasn't a wedding. They said it was just a vacation. I mean, if you're taking vacation to London two days before the end of the transfer window, it doesn't make sense. So let's see. Hopefully Chelsea strike. I've, I have a feeling that we will, we will, we will make a move. Apart from Aubameyang, uh, maybe Garden too. We don't know yet. Uh, but I, I think we, we might sign two, three players before the end of the window. I wow. I think so. So what do we need? We need a center forward because we're not giving Broja time to play. Uh, yeah. And uh, we need a, a holding midfielder. Um, That's a tough one. We, we don't know what our player is, if, if, if there is ever a target for one. But we know Fofana is, is already done. There's a player that I have here. He plays for me here. He's a very, very good holding midfielder. I think he can, <laughs> he can fit him. He's, he's from Cameroon, you know. His name is Rodri. He was he was raised up in France. He a very very good player. Very very good. He should he could shout out to Rodri. Next yeah. up talent. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know which, which other clubs are you know are in need of players. Um, Man City seem to have wrapped up deals. Um, if know. they can keep hold of uh, Bernardo Silva, because again, it's weird. No, they're not. I, I just read from from from. from but he doesn't depend on them because the, the, he is it. If the young is leaving right now, if the young finally agree to maybe take a pay cut, fifty percent, it's gonna stay. If it doesn't take a pay cut, he has to leave. So let's say, for example, Chelsea pulls seventy-five million on the table. That's a lot of money. For for Barca to go after Silver, and they have no choice. If no, the, I don't. I don't see. I don't see City selling. No. Let's see. I, th- I think City is on. They're on a mission, so I don't see them selling Silver. They don't want to sell. They don't want to sell any their player. Not Jesus, not Sterling. But again, oh, yeah. at that level, I mean, at that those level, were, those were not consistent players. Those were not like they don't well, play in week in week out, and in, especially in their top top games. We in talk about Champions League, but no, not Bernardo Silva. Come on. We talk about replacement. If I know for sure they're already working on a possible replacement, just in case, just as they were working on Calvin Phillips, if you know Fernando mm-hmm. you know, leaves the club, it's it's the way of City. They always know what what to do next. You you can't just catch them, you know, red-handed. No. So I'm I'm very sure they will have lined up someone in case it happens. I don't expect it to happen. But this is football. Anything is possible. What 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 of their city neighbors? You know, their neighbors, Man United. Will Ronaldo stay or will he go? They they said there are offers. Uh, I mean, his his agent has been trying to push him. You know, to Sporting, uh, to Napoli. Napoli is maybe much more of an exit route for him because he doesn't want to leave the top five leagues. So he doesn't want to go to Sporting, even though they have Champions League football. So, but I think it's, it's one transfer we should, we should watch out for. I would not be shocked if Ronaldo pulled what he did at Juve last season. It's Ronaldo. <laughs> there was this, there was this, uh, was this guy from Napoli, uh, Osimhen. Do you yeah, think that guy can fact, play for Chelsea? 
the, the problem with Osime is Osime is an expensive buy. And it's, uh, it's, it's about a decent player, right? It's not, I mean, I don't think it's better than Tammy Abraham. I, I, I mean, that's my opinion. So if we want to pay 70, 70, 80 million for Osime, is it worth it? And that, that's how much you need to get him out of the club. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 one thing I, I know about Osiman, and which is why I, I might think he has an edge over Tammy Abraham, is that there's this fighting thing inside of him. We'll see. I mean, it's a, it's a different ball game when you play for, I mean, Napoli, with all due respect, is an amazing club, of course. But if he, if he has Jorginho, I mean, he knows the difference, right? Is this is this is a different life. This is a different level, right? When it was moving from Napoli to Chelsea, he knew it was a different level. Everything about your life is about to change. Yeah. So there's a difference between playing for Napoli and playing for you know Chelsea or United. Can it live up to the billing? Who knows? I mean, it's just desire. It's just the desire. It's just that instinct in the player, that desire from the player that he really, really wants to succeed and he wants to put in the work and he's not scared. He's not scared of shoving bodies. He's not scared of putting out his foot. He's not scared of sprinting, making those runs and everything. I think it comes from the inside man, the, the player wanting to, to do more than maybe he is required to do to be able to succeed. That is why some, I mean, Brazilians are always exceptional because they come from where like, oh, I'm going to like put in work here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to push. The way Jesus plays is like this guy's got fire in him and he wants to do that. The way Diego Costa does, he plays and wants, he has like fire in him. He wants to do that, right? I, I think Osimen has that. Osimen is not coming from an environment where he had everything, you know, all working out for him yeah, and all the stuff. Of course, of course. It, it, it's just my thought. It's, it's just my thinking, right? But, I mean, one one top team will eventually go for him because there's a shortage of players with a with a profile of Osimen, right? You. They're very, they, very, they're very. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult. So you have to, because we're talking about players with pro like uh, Lewandowski, Haaland, they, they are difficult to find. So yeah. hopefully he can get there, but I think a top team will come for him soon. Again, I think it's it's down to a price tag. If, if this guy is about, is about 40, 50 million and the, you know you can get a deal done, believe me, they will have, you know, they will have. Ah, uh, man, there are a lot of players that are even, he is better than, and they are, all hyped up with prizes and yeah, with me. yeah. Uh, because that's the insane right now. Since that Neymar transfer from Barca to PSG, transfers have been robbed. I mean, every every average player is worth sixty I mean, million. Sixty now. million for Anthony Gordon. Are you kidding me? Isaac from Real Sociedad. How much? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Anyway, and finally, let's, I mean, there's this player that is, has caught my attention from two seasons ago or three seasons ago, one back-to-back young player of the season and now on loan to the Stars. We're talking about Dele Ali. What has gone wrong with that young man? All or nothing of, of sports, I think, was about two years ago. Yes. Was it, you said, if you don't demand more of yourself... You will regret it. 
and I think for for him, it left it left Spurs on on a free. I think the deal was if you play a certain numbers of game and then everything would pay maybe about twenty million, but I don't think that happened. And now he's hmm. on. He has to figure out his life. I think the club, uh, they have passionate supporters in Turkey, and maybe he can use that to wake up his inner inner Deli Ali, you know, the inner spirit, the the one made him be Deli Ali that we yeah, know from MK Dance. Yeah, that's what he needs. You know, stop this lifestyle, stop this, you know, outfit madness. You know, just focus on football. I mean, they are, yeah, they're always carried away. I think, I don't know if there is anyone guiding them, you know, like talking some sense into them. But yeah, money gives power, you know, and when you're making it at a very young age and no one is like, you know, trying to mold you, trying to guide you, trying to at least mentor you or tell you, hey, if you're stepping out the line here, you have to refocus. But it's easier for players to go from here to down there because of their lifestyle. It's so yeah. easy, so easy. And anyway, I, I really feel bad for him. But uh, that's all we've got for now. Uh, this week's uh, midweek games, what's your prediction? Um, what do you think? I mean... Tomorrow we are play at Palace Place Brentford, uh, Fulham, Brighton, Southampton, Chelsea, Leeds, Everton. Three games I'm looking out for this uh, this this midweek. I believe United play Leicester on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I want to see what happened with 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 the money Leicester will get for for Fana. I'm 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 trying to figure out what what they would do with uh, three days ago before the end of the window. So maybe they can reinforce and one will have known the fate of Ronaldo by then. So let's mm-hmm. see. And then Newcastle, Liverpool. Newcastle, Liverpool is another game I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of speed. <laughs> I want to see how Trent and Maximan will, will get on. It will, be, it will be a fun game to watch. It'll be a fun We're game. talking on London Derby. Yes, that's another one. Uh, so we will probably see, maybe they will register Paqueta in time. I am not sure yet. Uh, but they, they announced the signing today, so you should be, you should be mm-hmm. ready for the game. We'll, we'll see, we'll see what that game should look like. And maybe um, the Italian boy should be able to tell Moya some one or two things about our <laughs> <about> country. <laughs> so we'll see. Man City Forest. But you're not giving me scores, though. You're not telling me who is winning. Okay. Leicester, Man United, who wins? Don't give me a score. Who wins? Leicester City. Leicester. Liverpool, Newcastle. Liverpool. West Ham, Tottenham. I want West Ham to win. That's what I wish. You know, it's just as you were speaking, your voice dragged. So I think Tottenham might win. <laughs> I want West Ham to win. It's it's my week. I mean, I, I need to see Spurs lose a game this season. I want to see how they handle themselves. No problem. It will come. Maybe West Ham might do that favor. Nottingham, Man City, or City, Nottingham. Of course, City will win. That's what we think. Yeah, that's what we think. But you never know with all the changes that Nottingham are doing. But I'm giving I mean, it. I, I love the way they play. So to be honest, I think they, they've been they've been unlucky with the results. Mm-hmm. 
Sanford, they are not a bad team. They are not. They are not. Yeah, I think they'll survive. Arsenal Villa. Oof. Steven G. I think their music will continue. Arsenal will win maybe maybe three, three, one. Bonmouth Wolves. Ah, Bonmouth. <laughs> I mean, they may surprise us. Right? You never know. That's why we love the Premier they League. You know? us, yeah. yeah, and they're playing at home and the vitality. Yeah. Uh, but I think Wolves will win. Or at worst, Wolves will get a draw. I don't think Wolves will lose that game. Leeds Everton. Everything needs to be better than they did in their last game against mm-hmm. uh, Renfro. They they need to they need to play to secure the maximum point. Yeah. I mean, they need to go for the first win. They need it. So hopefully they can. I think be... it's I think it's going to be an open game because Leeds will come out playing and Everton will come out playing. They will not be and holding back. Mope should play that game for Everton. So the the team that runs faster will win. <laughs> <laughs> Southampton, Chelsea. Chelsea will win, that's for sure. I don't want to think anything otherwise. Um, except you. Yeah. Well, depends because, again, we don't have the second number six. Will, we, will the manager stick with the, uh, the formation he played against Leicester? We'll see how that plays out. But if yeah. you ask me, you are probably, I'll probably play, play, you know, the three at the back and I'll drop Jorginho and, um, and Ruben into that into that midfield position because I don't think Kovacic is ready for for an entire match yet. Yeah, so those are your best two options and get mad out of the team. Let's play Broja. Let's go for it. Yeah, we have to. Fulham Brighton. That would be a good game. Yeah, uh, Brighton's the decent team. They are decent side. Um, they they always try to compose themselves. I I think they might. I think they'll win the game. They will. Brighton away. 2-1. Oh, okay. I'll be looking out for the scoreline and uh, I'll see if you get a perfect scoreline. Of Fulham have been, have been fighting hard. They've been in Premier League and they've descended and come back again, gone back down and then back again. We'll see. Crystal Palace, Brentford. This would be a very, very good game to watch as well. Yes, uh, I think uh, Palace might make a move or two as well in the window. We'll see. Um... A billion twenty-seven million for 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 Kono, Kono Gallagher. Yeah, and we don't know. Maybe they might get Aaron Bissaka if you know they found a, a replacement to support mm-hmm. Gallo. So we, we we don't know yet. But uh, I mean, those are two good managers, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be an open play. I think it's going to be an open play, not one sitting back and trying to hold. But back, I go for Palace to win. I go for Palace. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think it might be a draw. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, brother, uh, 52 minutes into the show, this is where we call it a day or a night or a midday, wherever oh, you may be. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for, for tuning in. And uh, please do us a favor, like, subscribe. This is very important for us and what we're doing here. Share as well with your friends, you know, and um, if you have any suggestion, comments, just put it down in the comment section. We're more than glad to hear your, 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 your recommendations or opinions as well. If we think that uh, we're talking rubbish about any of your clubs, you know, 
just let us know and uh, maybe we can bring you on the show and then uh, you tell us what you think about your clothes. Maybe your clothes is not so bad the way we talk about them or maybe worse than what we think. Anyway, thank you very much everyone from wherever you are and thanks for being part of our journey. Thank you very much and have a good day. Thank you.